What's up, everybody? You're listening to Where's My 40 Acres, the Boob Tube podcast. And this week, we're reviewing the blackest show on television right now. FX is on Atlanta. Shout out to Donald Glover, man. I mean, how would you know you were alive unless you knew you were God? you up he made you the lemon pepper joints but these got the sauce on them life itself is but a series close call what is good everybody you are listening to the where's my 40 acres podcast and this is our review for atlanta we are behind, but y'all gonna have to give us grace. Two of us have children. One of us is a big child. So trying to make that work is difficult at times. It's okay. We're back and we're going to talk about episode four, The Big Payback. Or is it, I think it's just called Big Payback. I don't think it's called The Big it Payback. It is Big Payback. Yeah. Ain't trying to get sued by the uh, James Brown Foundation. The state of James Brown. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That nigga was a piece of shit. His music is so good. It slapped, right? Yep. Slapped real hard. All right. So, yeah, we are back and um, we are doing what Atlanta likes to do in the middle of their seasons and sprinkle throughout their whole seasons. We step away from the main characters and we focus on a side story. Essentially, I like to call these stories uh, a return to the States since our characters are all abroad right now. These and side stories are return to the state stories. Yes. What's happening back home? And um, just the, a quick synopsis of this episode. Essentially, white people have to pay reparations. And it is, it is the Black Friday part two. I'm surprised we did not see. We didn't see a white person jump out a window, but we did see one kill themselves. Because Man. that's what happens when you start fucking with white people's money. <laughs> just. Uh, it, it is the epitome I think I think without because I watched it on Hulu, right? And I think the the the, the was the uh, little synopsis was like, "Yo, this one scared me, bro." It was, <laughs> and the fact that that's every like like white when you when I feel like when white people hear reparations, that's their fear, <laughs> right? And I think that's the thing what black people want is like, "No, nah, I want shit from the government." Right. Can we? So can we? Just, can we talk about that real quick before because this episode, while. Yeah, we can talk about it for sure. That episode, this episode is fantastical, right? But it's super Definitely. fantastical because when I talked to my dad, I was like, I found the episode interesting, funny, but in reality, if we did reparations, it would have to come from owners of some of the oldest corporations in the government. Most people, Facts. most white people actually did not own slaves. They couldn't afford to own slaves. There's a very small percentage of white people who owned slaves. And those are the ones whose businesses are still here today and who have ridiculous generational wealth off yeah. of slavery. So it's not Jim Bob who works in the cubicle next to you making $80,000 a year. More than likely, his parents did not own slaves. They just probably hated black people. And called us coloreds. Yeah, they were racist, but they weren't slave owners. That's yeah, they probably didn't own slaves. That, that's what makes the, the the episode so great, though, because the episode is playing not on like reality, but just their fear. Yeah. Yep. Their fear is that, like, for one thing, the fear that is in your family. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm gonna be look, look, white people, let's be real. I just, I'm, 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 I'm not. Oh, you know what? I'm talking for all the black people right now. I pretty much assume that any white person I know, there's a good chance about going down your family line that somebody owns slaves, right? That, that's just how I feel. I don't blame you. I don't care. Like, I'm not gonna look at you any different. You had races and shit. Now I'm gonna judge you off of that. Yeah, like, of course. But like every time, uh, what was it? There was, I think it was one celebrity or something. Like you know, did, did that show they used to go back through people's lineage and stuff like yeah. that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And somebody finding found, your like, roots or whatever with Henry yeah. Louis Gates, yeah. But like somebody, did, white person, they found out like some came in with. It's Ben Affleck, wasn't it? Was, yeah, there you go. It was all in the huff about it. Like nigga, you didn't do it. <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's like <laughs> you, 
your great 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 granddaddy did it. Like, I mean, come on, man. Well, see, you would think so, but then, like, you know, white people love to think that they pulled themselves up by their bootstraps, and that does a whole lot of like not allowing you to believe that about yourself. Right. I think that's part of what the problem is, at least for Ben Affleck. That whole thing is explained in this episode by the guy before he commits suicide. He, he he's oh, dropping yeah. a whole he, lot of white curse knowledge. Bars. Absolutely. And then he unloaded into his brain. <laughs> Man. <laughs> because his family probably owed a lot of money with the way he was talking. He was talking about his great granddaddy had a lot of kids, which made me feel like he was related to Thomas Jefferson. The way he said that. Right. You know what, man? That that shit made me sad, and the only reason it made me sad is because I wanted him to come back and just keep like imbuing these white lessons. <laughs> that would have actually been kind of amazing. He just pops up to like school white people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that would be telling the, the the good truth. You'd be like, yeah, I mean that. I mean, yeah. And he says it. I think the great thing about it, is he represents. It almost feels like he represents the white consciousness. Yes. Yes. Like, like a great way to describe it. Telling them he's telling them things that they already know, but they don't want to admit to themselves. Yep. Right? And that's the shit we see in this country. Like that's why you see so many people fighting about the history we teach. And it's yep. like, y'all, it's already happened. We already know. Like you you can't in one in one vein say it wasn't me. I didn't do that. And then also be like, I'm so affected by it. Exactly. You know what I mean? They're like, you know, when you see people talking about like, oh, well, they're gonna hate, hate, uh, oh, white kids and stuff like that. Like, no, they're not. We already know. They already like, right? They're just gonna un- like. What you're gonna do is you're gonna teach people stuff, and what it's really doing is helping the people who are in it, like us, understand. That some like a lot of shit that happened to us, we don't put our, and I think that's one another reason they don't want that shit. Yeah, we can taste guilt off of us, right? When yep. you look at somebody who's been in the hood and, and they be like, "Why, why can't my family get out of this?" When you realize like your family might have been able to get out of it, but land got stolen from them at some point, and then they got then if they beat through that, then they got redlined <laughs> some crazy ass shit. I mean, and this was all that, after people. Successful. Somebody took that. You know what I mean? Like, this is all yep. after people were stolen from them though. First. Right, the first thing stolen from the people. So, it I feel like that. Like uh, I agree that this guy is there, like the white subconsciousness. At the same time, no, he's also been through however many levels there are of grief, and he's this is the last one acceptance. He has completely accepted his white curse, and he's cool. And then he dies. So, it happens like that, you know, when you're fully aware. Sometimes you wish you weren't. And 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 honestly, I feel like if white people as 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 all together and and you know white people TM this, yeah had done this in America, progress would be made. Like places where there have been a lot of places where atrocities have gone down, mm-hmm. right? But when when they had a full reckoning about it, is help people move forward. Of course, you know what I mean. You look at Germany, they had a reckoning about it, help people move forward, right? South Africa, like they had a whole thing talk, you know what I mean, talking about it. Like and it, it allows people, it does it's not perfect, but it allows people to move forward. The the in America, we all feel stuck because as people are talking about this shit, first you gotta you gotta convince people that shit happened. In the first place, you know what I mean. Like, even though you got pictures, like you got to convince people that this should happen. So you, when you just fighting to be like, y'all, that happened, (laughs) that happened. When you just fighting that, you can't even get down to the nuance of how it affects people and what we can do about it. You can't get there because it's like we're in perpetual denial. It just kind of feels like the new foundation in this country where we're trying to be more aware of each other's problems and acknowledge each other's existence and cultures is built on eggshells because we just won't acknowledge the biggest atrocity in American history. We just will not lift, get that curse oh, lifted no. by... Just, we're like pathologically immune to, to actually, you know, the quote-unquote discussion that needs to happen about it that everybody talks about that will never happen. Yeah, every conversation yeah. between... Every serious conversation on a large scale between, you know, white people and people of color is 
I feel like like white people are walking away going, we're good, right? We're good, right? And we're on the other side going, I guess, because the expectation is we'll never be made whole, right? We'll just, Correct. It's, it is, it, it's just white people don't see it that way. They don't, they, they feel so, like the guy said, they feel so far removed from it that they act like it's some shit that can't be explored that we don't know about. And what makes it to, to me, what made this episode interesting, or one of the things I thought about while watching this episode was just that white people kind of dug their own graves in this situation, because while people at a certain level of whiteness might want to act like they, you know, they're distanced and removed from this. And, you know, I would actually have to go research slavery because I, you know, my family really didn't yada yada or whatever, we're not really racist or whatever they feel right. Mm -hmm. White people, since the beginning of whiteness in this country, since Plymouth fucking Rock, have been recording everything. It's recorded. (laughs) They have it written down somewhere. You can't read it, but they know it's written down. So if you, if somebody actually found that shit and started to go back through it, that's why like the Austrian, the Austro-Hungarian shit or whatever, he was talking about this was funny because yeah, that's too far back. But slavery really isn't because white people like to document everything to make sure they don't get double crossed by other white people. So there are documents <laughs> that show who owned which slaves under which families. It exists. And you, if you found it, you would be able to trace it and get your we money. Know all, we know that. They, they know, we, we know the amount of uh, uh, Native Americans that were killed. Bruh. You know what I mean? Like, like it's 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 there. That's and that's what again, that's that part where people be where you fight and people be like, Well, it wasn't that bad. And you're like, nigga, it's written it's written down by the people who did it. There are legends, like, right. sir. <laughs> there are whole it's, rooms it's, full of it's full of the history I mean, documented. Like the perfect thing is like people like the Civil War wasn't about slavery. I'm like they literally put slaves on their money. Bruh. And the dude, the when they the ran it said, for succession said this is about slavery, y'all. <laughs> Literally, the central I, issue is slavery. If, I respect that. At least they told us where they stood. If y'all like, don't understand that they did slave they audits, white people did slave audits the same way they audit every goddamn thing else to make sure that the white people who want to get their money are getting the right amount of money they they feel like they should be getting. It's all Straight documented. Up. It is all documented. It be it's not like they burnt papers out in the backyard and have bond like a slave bonfire, bro, burning all the documents. They didn't. They exist still. White people had file cabinets in the 1600s, bro. Trust me. I don't know what they were built out of, but they had them. Everybody looks at uh with slavery in it like like when a company goes down and everybody just in there just shredding, shredding papers. <laughs> right. You know but they but didn't. like that ain't how slavery went down. Like it's like you know what I mean? All them files are still there. The only the only thing but, I did see on Twitter one time was somebody was like, "Well, if slavery, they she she said she hears all the time white people go, well, if slavery is a real thing, how come you never see slave ships in like history museums?'" And the girl was like, "Because they actually like sank them all because they were illegal and they weren't supposed to be having them when they were running. So actually, they didn't sank them because they wanted to get rid of like the the history of slavery. They sank them because they didn't want to get in trouble with other white people who were like, hey, are y'all still transporting slaves to this country when we told y'all to stop doing that shit like 25 years ago, nigga? They're still doing that shit, so they had to get rid of the ships. That's a dumbass question. It is a dumbass question. You know what I mean? Like It's one of those those non-starter questions that make you (laughs) slap somebody. You know, but you know, you were saying earlier, man, like the when it comes to like white people having to see this thing, right? Right. Cause that was the whole thing. The whole episode was about white people being faced with this past and they couldn't run away with it and it had to affect them. Cause like it's almost like, you know, nothing affects you till you get skin in the game. Mm-hmm. And when, when people were coming for the pockets, that's when that's when everybody was was worried about it, right? Everybody was thinking about it. But if you notice, Throughout the entire episode, not one white person treated any black person with any type of empathy. Hmm. Like, at all. That's nope. a good point. Well, right? hold on, hold on. Like, the, like, the guy who blew his head off did. Well, no, he, but he wasn't doing it to a we black person. We didn't see that on right, camera. Right. He wasn't doing it to a black person, you're right. But he talked he about it. He wasn't doing it to a black person. He was doing it to another white dude. He was, true. I mean, he was like, explaining nope. to the white dude about why these black people aren't crazy, right? Have you ever thought about what this black woman went through because of all the things that yeah. we yeah. took from them through slavery? So there was yeah, empathy in the discussion. Yeah, we see him have that interaction with a black person. Yeah, so yeah, 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 I get like, it, I so get it, was, I get it. 
there was there was no empathy. So there was nothing, and and it, and it reminds me of the talks I have with people. Where, you know, you said like when people talk about it, they're like, "All right, we're good now, right? We're good." Where where they don't sit down and just be like, "What happened? And how did that affect you?" Mm-hmm. Right, and know that that person can be totally honest, and that no, it had nothing to do with it. It can make you feel bad, right? But it has in it, it innately has nothing to do with you, right? At no point when right. that woman came to, his, came to his house, he didn't try to like talk to her. No, he didn't try to sit there and be like, "Dang, I literally just found out about this myself." I'm, you know what? I'm sorry that that this happened. He instantly went like, "If if if I admit to it, I'm liable." And I think that's the biggest, that's the bigger fear. Right, mm-hmm. this one they put it as financial liable, mm-hmm. so people can understand it. But that bigger fear is like, oh, I'm liable, and like if you're liable, then you're in this with me. And if you're in this with me, now we can. Add, but the cool thing about it is now we can actually do something to change it. Right, but you have to Not make the decision to want to do that. You have to. You, you have to. Work. But but if you but at that point you can't make an ignorance decision or a naive decision right oh i didn't know decision you can't do that at that point because you've acknowledged the existence so now with every whatever decision you make whether to work with me and be empathetic or to or the other side is to be a straight up asshole and just let me know to my fucking face that you don't care and you don't give a fuck about what you and your ancestors did to me right now you have to pick a side you can't play that middle ground of well, I, you know, I don't, we, I don't really know, man. No, it's, uh, it's kind of, no, it's, it's a difficult topic. It's kind of complex discussion, you know, slavery and people and inhumane shit. It's hard. You yeah. sound like Michael Sarah when you say it like that. <laughs> so, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Let's have a beer. I'm buying. Like, come on, bro. So you have to make a decision at that point. And no, people do not want to take ownership like that. And that's in everything. You find people who yeah. never want to take ownership for shit. It don't matter how big or small it is. They do not want to fess them to take ownership for it. Responsibility, anything like that. I I try every client I work with, I try to tell them like, hey, we don't we don't take blame. I don't want you to blame yourself, but I do want you to take responsibility. Yes. Because I say blame will lead you to having a lot of guilt and being down on yourself. Responsibility would be like it gives you power. Because if I'm responsible for it, then I can change it. Mm-hmm. Yes. If it's, some, if it's always something else or somebody else, I can't do shit about that. But if it's me, man, I can change that. And there's, and there's a power that goes with that. And that simple empty. I remember I got a, I got a friend of mine, white woman, and we've been friends for years. We used to work together. You know, when all this shit went down, when like the marches, like you know, like 2020 and all that shit. Um. And she answered someone one day, like, and I was just like, you know, one of the days we just stressed, it was just like, I can't take this shit no more. <laughs> like, this yep. shit's heavy. Yeah, so Wednesday. But, so, <laughs> I told her, and she was like, 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 what can I, like, what can I do? And I remember telling her, I was like, just listen. And I remember I just, I just, just opened up about all this shit, right? And there was, at one point, she was like, I feel sorry. And I was like, I don't want you to feel sorry. I just want you like the fact that you're sitting here listening to me right now. You're not jumping in. You're not interrupting me. You're not trying to explain shit. You're just hearing me. Right. I'm like, that's the, that's that right there is enough for me. Right. Cause now you're now now we're not arguing. Right. We're not fighting. You're not being like, well, what if he had just listened to the, like, you are not doing that. Right. Shit. Uh, God. Shit. Yes. You're just listening. Like, like you don't think anywhere else. If somebody tells you I'm hurt, you don't try to justify, like, make them justify their hurt. So why are you doing it here? And I think that was a big lesson, right? Like, you, like, there's people in your life who you need to just listen to. And, you know, we did white people, if you ain't got nobody in your life that's coming to you like that, there's two things. Either you ain't got no black friends or you ain't got no black friends that trust you. Mm. Bingo. A lot of y'all got black friends. <laughs> Have you actually talked to the niggas though? Dude, a lot of look, a lot of a lot of white people got black friends. I and I, sometimes look at them like, you ever been to the house? Ooh, because you know what I mean. Like, you, you you look. All of all of us got friends. We got certain friends that we've been to the house. We hang out with. We let us up. There were other people that we probably known for years. 
but they don't know shit about us, really. Correct. <laughs> uh, I'm just wondering, like, you've ever had, like, you ever think white people when they the first time they go to a black person's house, like they walk inside, and they go, huh, huh, it's just well, like our house. house, it's just like our That's house. Right. Except, <laughs> except they have more spices. Out loud? No, I don't think so. <laughs> like, but except they have more seasonings and stuff. They got more waffles <laughs> just... in the bathroom. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, their pets, their pets aren't allowed to uh, sit at the table. Ah, okay. <laughs> they actually have a doggy bowl. <laughs> uh, I wish I could get Spot to do that. He won't. Oh, all right. So let's jump into this episode. Um, Payback. I don't remember the main character's name because I'm going to call him White Guy. Just gonna... Let's call him Brad. Sure. Or Colt. His name was something like that, though. I know. know. That's why I was like, perfect. This is close enough. Let me get his actual name. Yeah, so the name of this episode is Big Payback, a.k.a. Apollo Cheese. <laughs> Did you get your Apollo <laughs> Cheese? Yeah, I think I hate you for that. <laughs> the, the, director, <laughs> the director was Hero, of course. Oh, Hero Mariah. The writer I... was uh The writer was Francesca Sloan. And the theme the name is was Marshall. Marshall, there you go. Marshall. Yeah. Like Eminem. Yes. And the um the themes, of course, we've talked about them, reparations and restitution, aka you were right you were white yesterday. Um so I love that. that. Woo, that shit was hilarious. And she yeah. did she didn't argue that. She said, I'm either. Peruvian, nigga. Fuck out my face. <laughs> did, did y'all catch the uh the change in her emojis? Yes. 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 She hit him with a black emoji, dog. Like, uh, and she had a white one right above it. Like, nigga. yep, text above that shit. I hate that <laughs> she shit. She said, not me. <laughs> Tell you who ain't going down. <laughs> I have never seen so many white people take cover in their ancestry. Like, just, that one woman that was like, I'm as nice as you. Woo. <laughs> and now the right? world, she said, and now the world can know. Like, what? Yeah, <laughs> you were white yesterday, yeah. Karen. What are you talking about? Oh, man. So the episode Marshall. opens up with uh, Marshall. He is at a coffee shop and he is in line. He is listening to a podcast. And if you watch Atlanta, you know what you need to be doing. You should also be listening to this podcast, even though I don't think it yes. has any real reference to the episode. It's just something. He's listening to, yeah, they just be dropping little nuggets in there. It was like fresh air on NPR, right? It, it was. But the conversation they were having was how scientists were now not simply just listening to wildlife, but they were actually listening to wildlife they could hear the animal conversations in the air and they were listening to the animals speak that's that's what the podcast was about <laughs> oh white people listening to animal conversations uh so he I, I i still fully don't get this whole intro scene maybe i'm just thinking too much but he's in line as a black dude. In well, front I read. Of him. I ended up reading a lot more into it than actually was into it. Okay, it seems like black dude in front of him was having a conversation with the barista, and something went down that they didn't like, and she told him he could get in the back of the line. While he's while this is going on, Marshall's listening to his podcast, looking at a patch uh, a packet of cookies, and I guess he stuck them in his pocket when he when he got to the front, or whatever. And he ordered. Yeah. He put in his order. And the white, the barista told the black guy, you know, you can go to the back of the line. And, you know, Marshall's like, well, no, he can order. It's no problem. And the black guy's like, no, no, no. You good. You good, white man. And he went to the back of the line. Marshall gets his coffee. He walks outside. He gets in his car, realizes he stole some cookies. But it's okay because he's white. So he just eats them and they're even more delicious. Shit is always more delicious when you get it for free or you steal it. Thanks. He eats it and he drives away and we notice that there is a, I think it was like a Ford Taurus. Blue Ford Taurus. It was a Taurus. Yeah. Uh, that's that's always the cops or somebody you don't want <laughs> Mind you, you, I thought it was the nigga from the coffee shop. I did too. Is what I thought. Was I happening. did too, bro. I thought it was him too, which I thought was weird. I also thought that nigga put yeah. the cookies in his pocket. But Look, I, I thought Marshall was going to get killed like 15 minutes into this to the, to the episode. Episode's been too dark for you lately. I look. I was expect. I was like, I was brace myself. Like, no, oh, that nigga can't follow. That nigga about to get. That nigga about to kill him. Clap. You know what's funny? I was about to. I, don't ask. Know, I had no. I had no reference. Marshall didn't do shit wrong. <laughs> and I was like, that nigga about to die. I was about like, to ask, have right. Atlanta killed white people yet? And then I realized this whole season, Atlanta has only killed white people, and one black guy on the boat. 
So, if I'm not mistaken, the kids lived. We can't confirm that he's dead, but he did. Then he got pulled down by 800 slave hands. He's dead. <laughs> uh, Marshall shows up at work, oh, and man. it is chaos. They are having a. I love. Ooh. I love. I don't work in a company like this, but I love how on TV shows they show like if you work in a cubicle farm, when you have <laughs> meetings, it's just in the open space of the cubicle farm. There are like no meeting rooms where you have these big discussions. <laughs> There's no lunchroom or anything. You just everybody just stands up and moves away from what your cubicle. What was the company he worked at? Was it like was the whole company shrimp related, or was he working on something that I was like shrimp related? No, no, I no okay. clue. But I they, could not tell. Uh, he gets the we're having a meeting whisper from the uh, Azanazi Jew woman and they go to the front and there's an announcement that there will be a couple of layoffs. So this is after he's been riding in a car and we get to listen to another radio program explaining how a black man uh, sued uh, one of the Tesla owners. I think his name was like Beckford or something like that or Beckett. And he sued him and one of the hosts was like, oh, it'd be crazy if he won. And the other guy, the host was like, actually, that nigga did win. And he's got a lot of money now. <laughs> so it was, to, you know, Marshall's kind of like, huh, interesting. Doesn't affect me, though, because I'm a poor white man. That's rich white man. Right. We are completely different. It's weird. If white people would have thought like that all through history, then they wouldn't have, have been held in the situations that they stayed in fighting against black people and not taking over the 1% who is controlling the fucking country. Anyway, so he gets to work and they make the announcement that they're going to be laying off people. And white people start freaking out. (laughs) One random white woman yells, this is ridiculous. (laughs) That was good. The black people are chill. Like, (laughs) the niggas is good. Anytime white people have outbursts like that, it always... It, it 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 always gets me because it feels like everything that like it feels like they're taught to be very passive. That's ridiculous, right? So like it's it's literally like it, but it, like, just like you said it, man, it comes out like Tourette's. Yes, <laughs> that is they're trying everything said. to hold it back. Like you know, like any other person would be like, man, fuck this, like <laughs> and facts, just, and like and just, they, they're just like they're breathing hard. Like, I, I can't take it. This is ridiculous, and they're like it's like I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's like like it is. You but can express it your ridiculous. emotions. It is ridiculous. Like it's, it's not okay. that serious. Yeah, nobody's going. Yes. We nobody gonna fight you. <laughs> it's like yeah, it's so all right, uh, Mandy. Marshall goes back to his cubicle and, you know, his the cubicle woman. It, I hate people like that at your job. We're like not your friends, but they talk to you. Like they your friends, yeah. Slick comments through that whole fucking episode, <laughs> Yeah, don't be talking to me if you ain't about that. If you ain't really about a friendship or shit, uh, like just being a cordial person. She was being trashed the whole episode, like just gloating about her not having owned slaves ancestry, which we still don't know if that's true or not. And I won't get into that. Just the other discussion that could come from that, I will not get into that on here. We saw what happened in the canon. We are not doing that here. That is not a discussion oh. that happens on Forty Acres. Um, they're having this conversation. He's kind of like, "Did you check your ancestry?" And he's like, "No, I don't." Nah, that's no, weird. I, no, do that I don't shit. yell fire unless I see smoke. Well, okay. She's like, "You better call the fire department, motherfucker." You want to check that shit, nigga? The number's nine one one. Don't check that shit. And he doesn't. So he goes and he picks nope. his daughter up because when he drops his daughter off at school, which he picks. Well, we don't want to. It's not really need to go back, but his he is going through a separation right now. He lives in, I guess, an apartment, and his wife probably kept the house. So he picks up his daughter from their house, and he drops off at school, goes to work. So now he's going to pick her up from school, and she is all distraught. And she was not distraught this morning. This morning, she was like, my parents getting back together because my mom put on this sex perfume. And right. he's like, cool. That is the coochie perfume. So when she gets back in the car, she's like, daddy, are we racist? He's like, what? <laughs> it, was like, it went from how was your day to daddy, are we wait, we racist? That's a huge jump. Right. But you know, if the kid asks, you got to answer. And he gives her he a. Said, Hell yeah. It, he should have said that, but he gives <laughs> nah, her no, he <laughs> a bullshit example. We're Austrian. We're Austrian Hungary. Austro Hungarian. Austro Hungarian. Should, should I go back that. to Hungary and ask for money because of that? No, that right there. Right with it. That is the most realistic part of this episode. Right. Yeah. You look at all this shit with um 
all the shit around the junk, you know, when 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 the right made a big shit about critical race theory, mm-hmm. right? That's this is what they worried about. Like their kids coming to them asking questions. That they don't want to answer. That they, yeah, that they don't want to answer. That they can has no effect upon them. <laughs> you know what I mean? But we know. Sit there be like, hey, like, you know, be like, Dad, are you are are you racist? Honey, we are not racist. I have taught you to treat people but with dignity and respect. But there have been plenty of people who look like us who have treated black people wrong throughout history. So yes, some of them are angry. It's a very simple thing to 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 explain. It is. Right? People be act, people be acting like kids like don't get it. And they do. Like they they do cuz I I would which is funny cuz I remember learning about slavery in school and none of my white people came up to me it was like feeling bad and walked away from me. I will never right. understand that, bro, cuz every time I like every time I see uh Kevin was it Kevin Smith or Kevin, whatever that fucking asshole's name is that talks about black women and women in general terribly. Whenever I see Kevin, oh, Kevin the Samuel. Kevin Samuels, there you go. Whenever I see like Kevin Samuel speak or that fucking podcast with those three douchebag dudes on it who constantly shitting on women and bringing women on their show to shit on them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whenever I see that shit or I am a present for it, like I I will like apologize to black women. Like, I'm sorry. Men are tr- black men are trash, specifically black men, because we just are. It seems we can't help ourselves. It seems we are right. dumpster fires. Mm-hmm. It seems. You, you know what? That's a that's an apt like comparison because the the men who get mad at the men are trash are the same like are are the white people who get mad. When we talk about slavery, the guy he got dogs holler, bro. You know what I mean? And it's the truth. You know what I mean? It's like, the, it's I don't have guy. a problem being like, yeah, men, men be trash because I'm not out here perpetuating the trash behavior. If yeah. I can help yeah. it in any possible way, you know what I'm saying? So, like, you know, the first thing that dude would ask me, he said, Oh, so you saying you never did that? No, nigga, I did. And I learned better. And it was trash. It was trash. It was trash, man. It was terrible. Did I go to all the extents that some people did? No. But, no. does that get, but did, was I perfect? Nah. No. Absolutely not. No. Like, do I admit that? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Have I learned better? Yes. <laughs> if somebody brings that up, do I sit there and be like, but, but, I'd be like, nope, that was fucked up. Shouldn't say it. Yep. It's not you even, right. it's not, have I learned better? It's not even like a answer, something I can answer. Yeah. Have you learned? Have you, have, are you doing better now? Have you learned from this situation? I will let the black women around me be the judge. Ask around. Have to right. talk to them. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> <Tell me. laughs> they, they are the validators and verifiers. The you nigga know, audit like, is amongst us, so. It, like, it, but you you can see you can separate yourself. You can sit there and say something happened and was perpetuated by somebody who looks and acts like me, and it's not me. Right. Again, <laughs> absolutely. These niggas all these 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 are the Charlemagnes of the world. These niggas actually think all men have hit a woman at some point, and it's like no. Oh my god, we, that shit was. Crazy. We have we have not because. We had mothers. That's a crazy thing to do. What the fuck are you talking about? What are you serious? Dad would have killed me. Are you are you serious? Dad would have killed me, revived me, and then killed me again. I remember almost getting the mess knocked out of me because I balled up my fist one time, and I wasn't even. I was just like trying to hold back my own anger. Like I wasn't even like trying to do like that thought didn't even come across my mind. (laughs) But just the just the audacity of my fingers to curl up. Just the way it looked. <laughs> I mean, almost got me knocked out. To you know everyone what I mean? else. Yeah. That's not how we you roll. I mean? So, yeah. Um. Anyway, Marshall goes home. And he, 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 white people always think, if you just make some spaghetti, it'll make everything okay. So he cooks a spaghetti dinner. <laughs> Dad's spaghetti. And uh, he gets a not he gets a phone call, which he's been ignoring these calls all day. Yeah, unknown now. number has been calling him this whole day, like three times today. Yeah. So he finally answers the door because a knock. We see the tourist is pulled up at the crib. He opens the door and it's a white guy, which I found this to be hilarious because my man was really excited to hand him this. And he goes, you've been served. And then he goes, and he's like, Marshall's like, serve what? And he was like, a curse. And he goes and gets in the car. And at that point, he's like, what the fuck? And this black woman just walks up. She's on IG Live. And she bursts into his, her house filming him. And it's just like, "You, you owe me. Your family owned my family. 
you owe me three million dollars and again i love how simplistic this is it is very like black and white tongue yes. in cheek it's very black and white because in reality um like multiple white people you would have to go see about this because generations expand so yeah laterally like yeah, yeah the tree is gonna get wider as it gets bigger it's not just marshall you gotta go see his brother his father you gotta go see his grandfather a couple uncles you they all owe you three million dollars if that's the case like it's a fund a family fund of three million dollars you got to raised together so not to mention slavery wasn't it like again slavery was not a one-to-one ratio thing it was like one master one slave one master owned multiple slaves so it'd be a lot of black people at marshall's door right now be like you owe us three million dollars you owe us all three million dollars and marshall don't have three million dollars so marshall is distraught he he is seeing he is seeing his white life flash before his eyes his privilege is diminishing by the minute just shrinking and she's filming everything. She's picking out bedrooms for her son. They're going to move all up in his apartment, which I'm like, if she getting $3 million, I wouldn't even give a fuck about this apartment. But at all. Love how happy black people get when they feel like they about to get some shit that they know is coming. She's picking out bedrooms. She's like, this is a nice living room. Don't be slamming my door when he kicks her out. And Marshall is like, uh, that was weird. How about you not tell your mom about what just happened with this Black, pe- black person accusing me of sl- enslavementism. He must have knew. Because I wonder what they was separated about and whether or not it was financial related. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, there's literally no way for us to know, but I am curious. The The other thing that stood out to me is that's another uh, white fear, which is the... <laughs> black people go act uh, a fool about it. Would would yeah the audacity, right, right that that think about how many times throughout in, in certain things that that white people always being the gatekeepers got to just do right. Yeah, I say who comes here, I say who gets in, I say who gets the loan, all this stuff, right. Yep. And anytime anybody else has rose risen up just to have the audacity to say those certain things and getting crushed down, so not just the fact that you know she didn't come in there being like well. Your dad owned this, and I think you owe me this. She came in there being she like, was like this, "This is what it is. This is mine. This is right. you know what I mean." Like that, like that's another white fear. Like that, just that, 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 that pride that comes with it. That's what. That's why you see them knocking people down when they when the people like, "Hey, go over there and, and leave us alone." And the black people like, "Go over there and leave them alone and prosper." Like, how the, how dare you? <laughs> how right. dare you be over there being like having pride about yourself? Hey, hey, carry yourself like you, like you, like you, like you, me. I don't know. Marshall's not feeling it right now. So Marshall probably didn't get any sleep that night. He wakes up the next day. Oh, no, definitely not. Peeking through the blinds. He's making sure that I think her name was Shaniqua or something like that, that she is not around. And him and his daughter like, oh, we're going to have a good day today. Let's go back to being white. She ain't convinced. Of course not. So he drops her off at school. He shows up at work. And it is... um. I think they laid the people off already. It was empty in there, boy. Mm, not a lot of happy white people. Uh, niggas Dude. are fine. Again, the niggas are fine. Of course. And he's like, yo, what happened to all the people? And of course, uh, the the Jewish woman is, goes, you mean the black people? And he was like, well, I, not specifically, but since you're talking, since you bringing them niggas up, sure. Right. And he's like, she's like, only two of them showed up today. And the rest of them, you know, they out collecting. Wait, this is my this is my favorite scene of the episode. It's so good, bro. Yeah, um, I just want to make sure we also reference that when my man was driving to work, I think it was he saw like niggas at gas stations in Lamborghinis and shit. It was like it With a Lambo, started. Yes, <laughs> this it had already started. I loved it. And that's the type of stuff Atlanta does, and I really appreciate. I just know it's like just some extreme little visual reference like that, like. Yeah, so but the reparation announcement happened yesterday, and a nigga with a Lamborghini Huracan at the gas gas station. <laughs> he finds out his uh, coworker finds out that she's Jewish, so she's not worried anymore. She's celebrating. He hits her with the hunger Hungarian shit, and she's like, "That was so long ago, Marshall. Nobody cares about that." <laughs> right. He goes to the break room to kind of you know talk to the two black people. I think the guy's name was Lester, and the other guy's name was Willie or Will, and he talks to Lester. 
and, and Lester seems, you know, pretty chill. Lester's not rubbing anything in his face. Now, him and Will... Nah, because Lester's probably got his paycheck on the way. He, he and Will are having a conversation about what Will plans to do with the money. He's buying kids. Yes. He's buying his wife a new car. He's getting a new car. He's kicking it. He's kicking her family out by going to buy himself a new house because he can't live with his uh, mother-in-law anymore. Uh, his kid's going to get some stuff. He, he's basically just spending this money, right? And yeah, Marshall's like, hey, Lester, can I talk to you? And Will's like, another white person wants to have <laughs> oh, a boy. Here we go. And Lester's like, it's it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, I, I live for this. So Marshall's basically just like, hey, man, you know, I got this black woman. She is following me around. She is threatening me to take $3 million. She's making my life a living hell. I kind of just want her to leave me alone, you know, go away. And I want to get back to, you know, being, you know, being white, white and, and privileged. Doing my thing. Yeah. yeah you know, white without a worry. It's what I prefer. So Lester is like black woman, right? And Marshall's like, yeah. He's like, you want my advice? Marshall's like, yes. Sounds like Ern in the next episode. Yes. And Lester is like, (laughs) Lester is like, I grew up around black women. Marshall's like, right? I figured. And Lester's like, yeah. So (laughs) Lester's like, so listen, you probably should just Give her what she wants. As much money as you can. I've been dealing with black women all my life. Just tell her you're sorry and give her as much money as you can. And Marshall's like, I don't really like that option. And Lester's like, because I'm telling you right now, she's probably going to drag you a little bit, make you feel bad, rub your face in it. You know, and, and but she'll be reasonable to certain. And at that point, they cut it off because my boy ain't trying to listen to give in. Oh, such, oh, such a, such a great scene. Such a great scene, man. It was like, perfect, man. Such a great scene. That little nuance of, all right, you want to know what to do? Cool. I'm going to tell you what to do. That you will help you. Hear it. That yep. will work. Yep. But you still have to. But you're still gonna have to give up a little something. Yeah, you don't get to get away scot free. But this is the best which, solution for you. Which you know, if we think about it in the compass of of talking about race, like what you have to give up, like is and what white people cannot stand to give up. Is that feeling of being comfortable? Right? Yes. Like that, you that might be all you have to give. But as soon as you hear that, like nope, nope, mm-mm, nope, and the fact that they just cut and cut to a whole different scene, not just having they could have had him trail off and just had Marsha sitting there looking Blake, but they just cut like that scene didn't have, like like somebody on the editing room floor messed up. Yeah. It was like oh right. put that in there. It, because they, I think uh, they just wanted to show that Marshall immediately stopped listening at that point. He was like, oh, uh, I, I tried with this nigga, but I'm going to go back to talk to the white guy on the elevator who was mad and feel like black people don't own shit. And the yeah. white woman who feel like she has achieved absolution from this because she's Jewish. Yeah, let's go talk to them. They, they, they're both reasonable, right? The white guy immediately was like, nah, you got to fight this shit. Mind you, a billionaire just lost to a regular nigga. But yeah. you go ahead and fight right. this, okay? Yeah, he... He he literally went to here's the answer in front of you, but no, you 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 want the you want to hear what you what you want to hear, whether that's the answer or not. Also, can we talk about his coworker real quick for one one more second? So this woman finds out she's Jewish, right? And she celebrates because she don't she thinks she doesn't owe anybody any niggas any money because they were slaves too. But there is a comment that she makes to him about the black people in the corner who aren't even really celebrating. They just kind of talking to each other. I think there may have been a high vibe, maybe, but that could have been a hello, right. good nigga high five. And she makes the comment, look at them, not caring the world, not worry at all. And it's like, so you absolved of this or like you dodged a bullet and you still bothered? Right. That's why you trash. The fact that she had, I was, I was surprised because the fact that she had that's such a high concentration of Jewish heritage, and she didn't know. Mm. <laughs> yeah, wasn't it like seventy percent like, or something that's a, like that? That's, that's a proud heritage. They they know their heritage. You know what I mean? Yeah. Ain't, ain't no ain't no person that's like that much Jewish just like doing ancestry dot com. Like they um, know that. Um, I think that might that might depend on where she grew up. And how Jewish that's people what I'm saying. That's, like, is that, that's, the, that's the weird part. That's why I said like that disconnect, like from from her, that disconnect from her own heritage. Right. Like, that was just weird to me when she said that. I was like, man, like, like Jewish the Jewish people know that's a heritage that they you know 
they've been holding on to they've been persecuted for a long ass time. Like they, a long <laughs> ass time. You know, they hold on to that heritage. Like <laughs> they they hold on to that. Yeah, well, you know, there are just like there are black people who get lost and confused and don't realize they're black till they find out their daddy was black and their white mama knew that. Documentary on uh <laughs> on uh Amazon, y'all. It's a real thing. And it's a real fucking thing that this this black light skinned woman did not know she was mixed. Her daddy was a whole ass black male man. Um yeah, it I don't man, people believe what makes them feel comfortable and they forget conveniently, you know, what they try to avoid. So if you were if she was a, if her family was Jewish in a certain area where it was not maybe safe to be a proud Jewish person. Or it just kind of got lost uh, in uh, or generational got lost translation. On yeah, ge- like general generational uh, translation or whatever over time. Like, maybe everybody up but her generation could have known, and they just were like, yeah, yeah it could have just it could have no just more. been her family member, like her direct family. That's what I'm saying. Right. We don't want to, we don't want to Jew with you. So maybe that maybe that's what happened, and she just didn't know at all. Now she's proud. I don't think we're going to see her or at any events. Conveniently or proud, at the very least. Conveniently proud. So yeah, Marshall's fucked, and uh, Shaniqua shows up at his job, and she's got a bullhorn. She's bullying him into getting her three million dollars. He comes outside. He's like, "Hey, you can't just show up at my job and do this. Like, I work here." And she's like, "How much do you make a year?" And he's like, "What? I'm not about to answer that. I'm white." And she's like, right. like "Exactly." I bet you make a whole lot more money than I do. I bet every white person in there make a whole lot more money than I do. You owe me $3 million, Marshall. And Marshall's like, no, leave me alone. And he goes upstairs and she's outside and he's embarrassed. Uh, he gets a call later on, finds out his daughter is like not at school. Her, his wife had to, his ex had to pick her up, goes to her house. He's like, yo, what the fuck? And she's like, I can't believe you. And the tone in which she says this is, I can't, I can't believe your family so owns. Funny. I can't believe your family no. owns slaves. Is the tone, as yes. if he knew, right? As if he oh. kept this from her for hundreds of years. No, the tone. I ain't never see a damn text yell at me <laughs> so forcefully. Yeah, it was rough. And with the with the black with the black finger, yeah. So Marshall is like, you know, well, the I mean, black finger too. Not even like the oh no, nah, 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 like yeah, full no, fully full, melanated, full, full melanation, full melanation. <laughs> and Marshall's like, did Shaniqua show up here? God, she's been bothering me all day. And his wife's like, no, your family owed slaves, you white bastard. I can't believe you did that and married me, and we had a daughter together. Uh, it's your blood is you're tainted now for your your slavery. And she, he's like, what? He's like, you what? Did you check your family history? Because you're fucking white too. And she's like, I'm not white. I'm Peruvian. I'm Peruvian. Uh, He's like, you were white yesterday. (laughs) Better if she pulled out like an (laughs) ancestry.com. Yes. That was the only thing that would have made that joke Uh, a little better. But I love that she said it with like no no proof. Just like just be like. Mind you, being Peruvian doesn't preclude you from being white. It doesn't. Because Peru was settled by the Spanish, who are white people. But, Uh, yeah. You know, but, you know, but for, you know, that's for somebody else to get their history down. They want to come back to Spanish folks, you know what I mean? Nelo Alvarez is white. He's a white ginger Mexican. I thought what was was funny was if you listen to the radio commentary in the very beginning, they talk about the ramifications of this, this decision, right? This court decision or this decision for this case. And the fact that the black person won, that this could have huge ramifications, not just in America, but internationally in the world. <coughs> I did not hear that part. Yes. And I thought it was funny when you had people saying, like, I'm Jewish, or you had another person going, well, I'm Peruvian. Right. So if we start digging through histories in those countries, oh, yeah, it's what, are sticky, <laughs> what are we going to find out? What are we going to find out? A lot. If you look at South America, like the amount of slaves that went to South America, bruh. Why do you think dwarfs. Brazil has the most black people of any yeah. country outside of Nigeria? Like dwarfs, what what came to America, yeah. right? Yep. Uh, if we look at how, oh shoot, how black people treated in 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 uh, everywhere, 
but yeah, everywhere. But like in like in especially like in Mexico. Nigga, new richest yeah. country in the world, Haiti. Yeah. Like Haiti is so, now the new richest country in the world in this episode people of Atlanta. People be really thinking like the slave trade only went to like like Georgia. <laughs> like, it, it, nah. Facts. This is what we, this is what we need to teach history. Bro, do we but even we, have do we even have sugarcane fields in America in the states? Uh, maybe in Hawaii, but okay. that's about it. Because that's where the that's where the real niggas went. Those were the real slaves. Yeah, there was a few. They went most, to the of the, most of them was in the Caribbean. The Caribbean. That's why all the rum comes from Jamaica, which did mm. not natively have black people on it, for the record. Yeah. But who's there now? Like I said, Haiti would be. How did they get there? Haiti's gonna yeah. be the richest country there, in the world brown at people this point. There. It wasn't black folks. <laughs> But, but um, yeah, 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 for sure. You know what I mean, but like, yeah, people, people don't, people don't know that they, you know, like when I, I remember telling somebody about South, uh, about South America, and they were like stumped. Uh, like, yeah, mm. I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, like it's Negroes everywhere, bro. Spain and Portugal was in this slave trade too, and not just in Spain. it. They wasn't also rans. They was competing for the number one playoff slot, like. They, they were going hard. I mean, Spain was doing it. Like Spain, Spain was, was doing it. <laughs> I mean, essentially, Spain was the leaders. Essentially, Spain was like the... the leaders in the sea. <laughs> they were like, we got all the boats. And we Spain, Portugal, the-, the Netherlands, and England were like leading the league in all statistical categories. Yeah, <laughs> Plus, a lot of other people tried, but nobody was doing it like them. A lot of the motivation throughout history for capitalism or white people involved in capitalism has always been, hey, where you get your niggas from? I mean, there was literally a race to who could like divide. Like after the initial period of like exporting slaves from Africa to other places, then all of Europe had a race to see who could take over the most colonies in Africa. Like who could pillage the most shit. And Belgium pretty much won that one. They didn't get in on the first wave, but they got in on the second one. Why? Why? Why people in Africa speak French and Dutch and stuff? (laughs) Thank you. Those who want the language they, they, at all, you know what I mean? They didn't just read books, y'all. <laughs> right? Nah. Um. So yeah, Marshall. Uh, there's also a conversation between Marshall and his daughter at one point in the car, and he's like, "We don't own slaves. You know, you, you, wouldn't have you ever known us to own any slaves?" She's like, "Mr. Pedro." <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> I, I pay Mr. Pedro. Uh, bruh, that she was peeped so it. Kids be knowing. Do you actually like, well, pay Mr. Not Pedro? Be a slave per se, but you kind of act like you know that relationship. Do you that, actually that, pay Mr. Pedro? Because right, right. How much do you pay? You, Mr. Treat, you pay Mr. Pedro yeah. what he's worth. You don't treat Mr. Pedro right. <laughs> no. And there was the other one in the office where Will was walking past a couple of white women arguing because she finds out she's what one hundred percent Turkey or something like that, Turkish. I don't even remember that. Yes, part. Will oh, is Will is walking past the mini cubicle, and the woman's like, "100 percent turkey or something like that." Was like, it's just like full white. She was, she was distraught. She, she was like, really "How the fuck am I even? How am I 100 percent?" Oh, it was uh like it was something from North, like Scandinavian. It was like Swedish or some shit. Yeah, something like that. And Will's walking past the like the whitest of countries, and he's laughing, and she's like, "This affects us all, Will." And he's like, he's no, said, it "No, it don't. No, it don't, Nance. No, it don't." That man, dude was all of us. He was all yes. of us. No, it don't, Nance. He's like, shit. <laughs> Not from where I'm standing. It sure don't. That would have been the only thing that would have been better if he hit it with it. She. She. Because as soon as, soon as something is affecting white people, that's when we all need to come together against it. All of us. Yeah, all, all of us. us. It's kind of like, like what's happening with Ukraine right now. Like Everybody's like, oh, look what happened to Ukraine. We all need to come together for them. It's like, but look what they're doing to the niggas. <laughs> what are they doing to the Nigerians? <laughs> What you mean? No, it's not all. It's not affecting all of us. It seems because they stranded Nigerians at the fucking train station. They wouldn't even let them out the country or let them in. What are you talking about? Yeah, for themselves. But that's another conversation topic. That's different. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Marshall is uh, fucked up. He goes. He tries to go home. Uh, he's going home. He's like, everything will be okay. There's a full-blown cookout happening in the front of his apartment. If I could just get to my house and have some of that leftover spaghetti. Uh, right. This, this so great. I'll be okay. And Dude, he does not make it to the house. They are having a full-ass... I mean, the boombox is playing uh, like eight, uh, 70 soul music, and they're all cooking. They're having a whole goddamn fish fry. He should have at least got apartment. a burger or something before he fucking peeled you know out. I'm saying, man, like, at some point, like, 
how many white people look at that situation and instantly get scared? And like, honestly, if you just walk up there and say, "Hey, what's up?" <laughs> like, but it's like, right. again, it's Bobby. so fantastical because this is this like you said is the white fear. They think niggas will do shit like this. We'll come in your house and act a ghetto fool. We'll have a fucking fish fry on your porch. Like we're gonna do this. We're gonna chase you down like the goddamn T one thousand. That right, Can we talk about the fact that my man slid off his slides before slid he started slide, running? Oh, was was that nigga was he was he was running in jockey socks, just <laughs> like and keeping up with the car because that engine like was screaming. Nothing. That engine was screaming. Marshall either need a tune-up or that's the fastest dude ever on the history of Earth. <laughs> Nigga, if you were driving a Prius, but still, man, it's a car. Yeah, man, my wife had a Prius for like ten years, and they got a little bit of pickup. It's a you look, could not run it. I will tell you that if, much. If somebody tells me right there, you will take this Prius, or you want to run? I'm gonna take the Prius. I'm, I'm taking, taking the Prius. Prius, baby. Yes, sir. Yeah, I, I mean, how good. fast would you run to chase down your restitution? That's what it sounds. That's what it looked like to me. My man was like, "You gotta come back." All his shit inside. He gotta come back. I did everything but stretch. Everything. Yeah, so Marshall, uh, he leaves the, the state, I think. <laughs> he just, he bounces. Marshall peaced all the way out. Uh, Marshall's like, I gotta get to a, a red state fast. And he peels out. He stays at a yeah, hotel. Yeah, he's actually to South Carolina. And uh, he goes to the hotel and he plays with the light switch a little bit. This is his thinking moment. Just trying to, is this reality? Sad ass hotel room he was in, yeah. It was. And um, he he found another snack in his pocket or somewhere. I don't know what's up with the fucking snacks. But he then goes downstairs to the bar area, and there's a lot of uh, what are, what are, how dis it dis the word is dis something. A lot of distraught dis- white folks out there. I wanted it's a, it's a word that like shell shocked like, is what you're looking for. I think dis- they're distraught, but I wanted it's a word that means like displaced, like a bunch of displaced white people. I think people. that's the word. Is that the word? Okay, Refugee. I think you nailed it. That's yeah. like. A lot of displaced white, white people refugees. here. <laughs> like the, the, the refugees. Not, white, not white fugees. The reparations refugees. Uh, the white fugees are displaced Refu- in the bar refugees. area. That's what they are. And uh, he orders a drink and the white woman was like, I know what to get you. <laughs> Some tears. And <laughs> he sits down, he has a conversation with this guy and this guy is basically breaking down to him with a lot of a lot of white curse knowledge. Did that guy remind y'all of Sean William Scott, or was it just me? He does. Like every time I see him. Oh yeah, him, no, he did. Kind of. Every time he see, when he first came up in the first episode, that's who I thought it was. Uh, it was that same guy from the first episode, right? Yeah. Okay, so I'm not tripping about that part. Hmm. Yeah, same same guy. Okay, cool. Almost wearing, I believe, wearing the same outfit. The same outfit. That's Wait, why where I was, was he really in the first confused. episode? Okay, cool. Where was he in that's the first? Why I, that, what first episode? That's why I, where was he in the he first was the episode? He was the dude on the boat, talking to the dude about the oh, lake. Oh, I didn't realize that. That's what I thought, but I was like, no way, it's the same guy. Oh, he's a ghost. I, was watch, I watched the show, and then I pulled up the first episode, and I was like, yep, that's him. He's a white Okay, guy. cool. He's the white, he's the ghost of white cursedness time. Okay. That's, exactly. why, I was like, that's why I was like, he's white consciousness. Like, like right. That's why I didn't want him to die. I wanted him to keep coming. Nigga, are we being <laughs> Scrooge? We're being Scrooge keep... this season. Is that what's happening? I, if he comes back again, I would love it. You know, you know, like you know, Stephen Glover saying like the junk is about ghosts and white ghosts. Ghosts, and yes, that's a lot. Because again, I believe he's wearing like the same flannel with with, yep, with, with the vest. vest. Yeah, like if I just need to come back just like that somewhere later. Same flannel. Yeah, that would be incredible. All right, so um, yeah, so he's talking to Marsha, and Marsha's just kind of like, you know, this seems so unfair, and this is you know ruining my life, and what do these people want from me, and. <laughs> Uh, you know, white Christmas, white curse ghost man is like they want to be heard, recognized, acknowledged, seen. Empathy, empathy. empathy. <laughs> you know, we have we have been. It, it, this is a good thing for us, Marshall. The curse of slavery has finally been lifted off of our shoulders, and now your daughter, who might have to grow up without a father like they did, who might have to build from the ground up their own wealth like they had to. You know, we'll be better off for it, but at least now we can actually start to build together through all of this. So you just kind of got to accept it, man. Took us too long, yeah. but it's a good thing. And that's like, like he really was dropping jewels on him. And that's the whole season. It's saying is 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 the season trying to tell white people like like y'all are affected by this too. Yes, right. In more subtle ways, but y'all are affected by this too. 
So like working through this, it, like it's almost like you got to peel it. Let's work through it selfishly. Let's work through it because it's gonna help your ass. Right. right. You know what I mean? Like we we're not a, like this is it's a it's a wound that the whole country has, mm-hmm. and and people refuse to hit. Yep. Um, he, he, I like one of the lines that he says, and there's actually a couple of lines he says, but the one that stood out to me the most, or that kind of lingered in my mind was, he said to Marshall, confession is not absolution. And it's yep. like, we had, we might've admitted we did wrong, bro, but we got to consequences, dog. Yeah. We never did anything about it. We just kind of yeah. was like, yeah, it was wrong, but we are better now because yeah. we said so. There's right. no <laughs> Exactly. He's like you. You'll never have a place where you get where like, I mean, y'all got kids. Y'all kids ain't gonna get to a place where they can look at you and be like, "I'm sorry," and there's not gonna be a consequence. Boom. All right. Like it just, they just. You. I'm glad that you're sorry. Yes. Like, you know, I'm. I. I am happy about that. Like, you know what I mean. But I'm still like, taking your PlayStation. But it, but there's still a consequence. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he goes out and Mars is like, "Wow." I, I I found my acceptance. I think I can. I think I'm gonna be okay. And then he hears that guy blow his brains out, and he's like, "Oops." So uh, we cut to the future, which I guess is a couple of weeks, maybe months into the future. And Marshall is working I at know a how rest- far in the future was. I don't know. Marshall's working at a restaurant. He's in the back of the house, and they're doing what they usually do before the dinner run: is they you know have a little pep talk and they tell everybody, "Hey, you're hosting. You're working this. You're doing this." Let's make sure we get this done right. We do this right. Keep an eye on this. These are the specials. Da 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 da. These are the soups. And then he sends everybody out. And as he sends them out, he's like, "Hey, some of y'all have like a restitution tax that needs to be taken out of your check. So, um, come tell me what it is." For most of these white people, it seems to be ten percent. Marshall went ahead and bit the whole bullet. His is fifteen percent. And the guy's like, "Whoo, that hurts." Ouch. Right. He's like, "Yeah, I got to get Shaniqua off my back. It makes keeps her happy. Plus, it's going to her kids who live in my house now and share a bedroom." Um, so he goes out front and, well, we see him catch the bus first. Oh, real quick. There was yeah. a line in here, uh, that I really like too, where, uh, he was talking to one of the dudes and he said something to him in Spanish and he's like, you keep talking like that. They're going to put you in the dishes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was working at the, 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 the grills. Which is like the high job at restaurants. Like, who works? Who's working the grill? Who's cook? Because they getting paid the most. Then yeah. it's like hosts and your high end waiters, and there's a whole hierarchy here. But um, he's on the bus, and when he's on the bus, there is a I've never seen this. I've never seen this in my life. There is a young white woman driving the bus. Driving the bus. And I don't Truly, know, I've never seen that before in my life either. I don't know who thought to put that in there, but that person is a genius in finding holy shit nigga you right black blind spots never seen a young i've seen older white women who have nothing to do or who have been working their whole lives driving buses right and they the most down-to-earth white people you probably ever meet they drive a fucking bus but i have never seen a young white woman in her like 30s driving no fucking city bus it's that flip, like like that whole second part was that 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 dynamic flip, and it was yep. it was wonderful. Then they go out and in the restaurant, you know, Marshall walks out and he is a server, he's a waiter, and all of the people dining in this high end it looks restaurant are black, and most of the people serving are white. Yep. Like I I always assumed that was like a like a year or two had had went by. That's what I thought as well, but and I wasn't. The only reason I did that because bureaucracy doesn't move fast. In facts <laughs> and the fact that they were like, "Here's this job now, and you get this uh this this restitution tax. <laughs> we already got this set up. It's happened to so many people." Uh it was yeah, uh, that was was the song planted in less flower. Uh, the, um, um, uh, what is her name? Mini Ripperton. Mini Ripperton. Yeah, John? was it yes. less flower? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So beautiful song. Love Mini. It's one of my favorites. Yes, it's uh, ultimately this episode. It was like one of the more again straightforward episodes of the season that had a lot yeah. to say about white curses. Oh, the curse of whiteness. The curse yeah. of whiteness. That, so that was the act of the white act. That was the one I told you where he was saying he had a GQ article and he was talking about it and he said like he just 
got called and said, "Do you want to part on a, on Atlanta?" And he was like, "I mean, I don't, I, I don't know nothing about it." Right. Uh, so he, didn't, he didn't learn the part until he got there. Um, but I'm, he jumped, hey. he jumped at the opportunity to be on the show. He did a good job. That was a smart decision. Yeah, exactly. He looked scared whiteless, so he did a good ass job. And yeah, I ain't really seen him since what? What I mean was a Hangover and like. National that was who yeah that he was, was the the dude getting married right he was the one that was on yeah. the roof the whole first movie yeah exactly yeah the one they lost doug doug yes doug all right so that is episode, uh atlanta episode four big payback aka apollo cheese and <laughs> yeah Oh man, that's the name of the episode. Just please name it Apollo Cheese. What you gonna do with your or, Apollo or, or Cheese? White, or uh, white white Cheese? You can put that one up. White Cheese, yeah. No, it's definitely gonna be Apollo Cheese. Um, that's just, just so great. Man. It is. It's just, it's, it's, I wanted a shirt. So uh, appreciate everybody for listening. Thank you for sticking with us, tuning in, and we'll be back for episode five, which um, is a <laughs> ghastly one. But we'll holler at y'all next time. Until then, thank you for supporting the podcast. Shout out to everybody watching us on listening on YouTube. And yeah, peace.